What's up everybody? Uh, it's Warren here. Uh, I just came to let you guys know that this is part two of episode three. The episode was really long, so I had to break it up into two parts, but uh, enjoy. It reminded me of a fucking quote I heard a long time ago. Or not a quote, but like a, an idea where it was basically like the majority of people in this world are their brains are wired essentially in a way where they're and like now this term is being super overused by pop, like mainstream shit but basically the majority of people in the world are sheep or npcs yeah. especially when it comes to the workforce and the idea of what your life should be whereas they can't comprehend the idea of not working a nine to five every day for 40 years and then retiring like the idea for them exactly. is like that's what life is oh and my I didn't god believe, i didn't believe it until i went to college and i started talking to people you're right you're and right you kind of get the idea and they're like right. they're like what do you mean like they just like can't like they it's not even they don't can't understand they can't comprehend it yeah. like they can't bring that idea in their mind no about this is not how you have no to no joke like, my, dude, ex, my ex my ex-girlfriend my ex-girlfriend and part of the reason why we broke up was because our literal life views were just so vastly different that it yeah. just it just didn't work. Basically, she was of the opinion that watching reruns of TV shows every day and working as many hours and as many overtime hours as you can, and we're talking not a lot of money, we're talking like 60k, she she was of the opinion that that was the solution to how you should live your life and i'm in my opinion in my opinion your life i mean maybe in the medieval world that is if how you want to do that do it but, but if you, you in to. your life in the modern world you live your life and do whatever you you create your own purpose in life yep. whatever you want your life to be and whatever makes you happy that is what you should be doing. Yeah, do and that yeah. is what you need to pursue. Not working for fucking Starbucks or McDonald's like mm -hmm. 40 hours a week. That is not the purpose of your life at all. The purpose of your life is to be happy. To be happy and that when you die, you think, I have done everything I want to do. That is the purpose of your life. Yep. At this point, yeah, it used to be reproduction. Now it's we can choose. And the fact that people people want to waste their whole life slaving away for like giant corporations that do not give a fucking shit about them, and 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 you know, if you were making billions, maybe I would understand. Like if you're like a mm -hmm. sports player who's making like. An hour. like millions of dollars if you're making fucking 11 dollars an hour and you think this is the purpose of your life i feel well, sorry for you you are one of the goddamn monkeys that are out there because this is just depressing and this is it, why i went and i thought i there's nothing i can do to fix this too many people are just bought into the nonsense and I need to just get out of it, and I need to do what makes me happy, and just, just, just exist, and just continue it. Yeah. Here's just one. Experience here's it. one quote that I wanted to get across before you guys go, because I'm sure after my random rant, you guys want to uh, go on something. But one of my topics that I wrote down, and I'm not going to get into this. This is the same topic, but I'm not going to get into this. But 
I've been uh like listening to an audiobook of Dune recently. Yeah. And personally, I think like fiction and and stories they're just very meaningful to me because I feel like they can represent a lot of and and that's my favorite thing in life honestly like artistic creative kind of things like music movies tv shows writing anything and maybe I should on books more than I should but any any creative stuff because I feel like it's expressing what makes you happy and that's the whole point like I said of life like what making yourself happy and feeling like you lived a good life um but I've been reading Dune and I felt like and uh and I've listened to some like podcasts and videos about it and I feel like this one quote kind of like very much was was kind of meaningful to me and was kind of cool basically the quote is the mystery of life isn't a problem to solve but a reality to experience yep and I felt like that was just a very powerful quote. And the whole idea of Dune is kind of a very powerful thing. It's basically like the main characters in it are kind of basically saying the like like a lot of the oh the a lot of the plot points of it are a human is someone who can overcome natural urges and like easy like weak like succumbings to urges and things like that you know what i mean and they can yeah. they can think and they can overcome like oh this hurts a little bit like a, like a, like a blood test you mm-hmm. know that putting a needle in your arm is not pleasant but you know you need it because you need to be tested for something and that is what makes a human someone who can understand that even though this is unpleasant I need I know what the purpose of this is and I can overcome it. And I kind of just thought that was like an interesting topic in in the whole thing and I like thinking about it. I don't even know where I was going with this, but that that reminds me of a quote I have uh by Epictetus. It's uh caretake this moment, immerse yourself in its particulars. Respond to this person, this challenge is deed, quit the evasion, stop giving yourself needless trouble. It is time to really live, to fully inhabit the situation you have to be in now. You're not some disinterested bystander. Participate and exert yourself. Like, yeah. And that's a pretty like philosophy I try to live by. I think the roots of it are very Buddhist, where the idea is that you're always gonna want something you don't have, and that leads to suffering. That's why life is inherently suffering. And for me, the idea mm-hmm. of like the whole I don't want to say reincarnation, but the idea that every human being is like spiritual, like souls are spiritually tied together, essentially one and the same thing that the idea. And then the one thing I break down from it is essentially all of every human that's ever lived or ever will live soul is the same soul. And it's just continually reincarnating. But the universe. Yeah. And it's essentially like your, like, I don't know if y'all both have seen Rick and Morty, but the idea yeah. is that that fucking game that they're playing where you put the helmet on and you live yeah. a life, it's like you're a god and you want to experience what mortality and what life is like on a scale like this. And our soul is that god's essence where you go yeah. in and you live a life and you die and you live another life and you forget what the previous one was except for specific things like deja vu whatever other shit that kind of pops up where it's almost unexplainable 
And that's just that the one soul bouncing between lives and lives and lives until you, you as that god in that realm take the helmet off and are done with the experience. Okay. Have you ever heard like of the... experience like the earth and what life is as a human and not to go work in a fucking dimly lit office building yeah, for your entire life. That is factual. Do not do to, that, guys. To bullshit fake money so hopefully you can live for the last... Anyone who is watching... You are worth more than working for minimum wage in a shitty yep. goddamn factory. Do not accept that. Make a fucking business. Don't you're fucking work more than work for someone. Better yourself. For yourself. Make yourself smarter. And fucking... There are so many ways you can make more money than that. You are not worth working in a goddamn factory for fucking minimum wage. That is disgusting. You you are worth so much more than that. And that is not If there what you are companies accept. that make billions of dollars off of scrunchies you can fucking make billions of dollars like doing whatever the fuck you want or millions mm. of dollars mm. doing whatever the fuck you want um but i need an idea man i bro i majored in fucking entrepreneurship and finance double majored entrepreneurship and finance yeah i got a i got a bunch of schemes here's an idea right for you eric I, here's an idea here's, here's an idea for you eric it's all about, it. it's all about marketing doesn't matter what the fuck you make. It's not a fucking idea. No, you say that, but it's literally not about what you make, but it's all about how the fuck you sell it. And my example is point to NFTs. And I've seen yep. NFTs that are literally okay. fucking crayon drawings of nothing. But people sell it as if it's someone's livelihood and they will buy it. And I know maybe this is kind of taking advantage of people. It definitely is. Oh, it is. But do you want me to explain how NFTs work? Yeah, NFTs are a fucking oh, yeah. trash. Do not do not invest in NFTs. It's if you're the same way professional artwork works. Exactly, but people make it out to I, be stocks. I go in. Yeah, no. So it's like, say I go in and I'm worth fucking whatever, two hundred million dollars. Like I have two hundred million dollars in the bank. I go and make some bullshit, stupid picture on the internet. Sell it to a company I created to, for $70 million. Yep. I sell it to a different, so it's not the same legal entity. It's selling from an individual to a company that bought it. The eyes of the market see it as that stupid fucking internet picture is worth $70 million yep. because a company bought it from a separate person, which is me and both of them because I fucking own the Shadow Shell company and I own myself, obviously. You actually so own something. No money exchanged. Yeah, you can start a company for like two. It's really, it's in, in really the... easy. You can, like in Florida, it's like a hundred and ten bucks, and then yeah, it's, it's twenty not... bucks for a for a tax license Are... permit, and then you get an yeah. EIN for. Are we a company? A Are we a company? This you can podcast. set up one. It's really no, fucking easy. But basically, we have a website, a podcast, and a Spotify. I feel like that's that's good enough. No, you need you need to have actual. You have to have legal documents. Okay. Yeah, but basically, you set up a shell company. That's nothing. But it's or not. Everyone. It's not a sole proprietorship. It's like an LLC or like another company yeah. where you don't own the actual. You own it, but it's not in your name. Kind of, it's the whatever. You have so it in a different the, company. Yeah, you, and, but you sell it to yourself. Company, but you don't have to transfer cash outside of your own possession. Yep. But you can legally say on the open market that this was purchased for seventy million dollars. Yep. And also, then you sell it to some chump for a million dollars. And claim a sixty-nine million dollar loss. Jump is the you key take a sixty on paper or whatever. Yep. Take a sixty-nine million dollar loss. You put an extra million in your pocket and some bullshit digital artwork 
that some dude thinks worth right a bunch on. of money exactly and two years later sells it for 13 cents okay and yep. you do that a thousand times that's the thing but that uh, okay that's NFTs and artwork works you Here... can hire a professional artist for 10 grand to make a fucking piece of art then you you get it appraised by someone that you pay off who appraises it for 40 million dollars then you go donate it to the smithsonian and you write off $40 million worth of taxes. You don't have to pay any taxes that year. Here's or something I, year I thought about, Eric, though. Here's exactly. Here's That's how that shit works. Here's something I thought about, Eric, though. And I'm willing to, you know, work with anybody on this. But I think the thing is, and again, we're coming to me drinking alcohol. It's going to take me a minute to process this. <laughs> but I think the thing is, I'm just going to BS this and hopefully it gets to the point I got to because I forgot. But I think the thing is, what you sell, and this has been said many times, what you sell is less about the actual product and more about convincing people that it's what they want. That's worth something. It is right now. It should be yeah. about the product. Like like one of, one of the businesses I have is I have my own little like clothing line where I get uh, clothes that no one wants. Like whether they be vintage from like a vintage seller or whether I go to fucking Goodwill and find it all myself. These are clothes that people literally gave up and then I screen print on them because it's literally like you go buy a blanket at a store. It's probably the worst shirt you're ever going to buy. It's probably going to like rip itself up in a couple months and then instead of doing that you can spend less money getting vintage clothes screen printing on them and every single shirt is unique and it's made with much better fucking quality of a shirt and you can put whatever the fuck you want on them and it's literally recycling and like like i i think one of the biggest things in the future it's not going to be just making products it's just going to be reusing old ones because it's so much more efficient. Like, why would you make new ones if you just have so many old ones that are really good? Like, unless it's specific things. Like, like it was shirts, all right? If you want a very specific type of fabric that has that wasn't made in the early 2000s, okay, sure. But if you're getting a fucking cotton shirt, chances are every shirt before, like, 2005 is probably better than any shirt you can buy for under, like, $40. This is actually true, and this is actually the way that most shirts are made, I feel like, because people make the original shirt, and then you buy it, and you make your shirt out of that shirt. Yeah, well, it's, like, old. So, like, mm -hmm. like I'll go to, you know, they fucking buy the shirt 30 years ago, and then, like, they die, or they just are like, I don't want this anymore. You go to fucking Goodwill, you pick up the shirt, it's a dollar or two, and boom, you just got a blank or a shirt that you can print on, and you don't, like, I mean, that's... If anyone's listening, follow Pimp Grade. That's my fucking that's the plug. But uh, you can just like I like doing a lot of shit like that, like because it's it's so much easier to do to just work with what you have than just be like, okay, I'm gonna fucking create a brand new product, create all this waste. Like I have, I bought a fucking fifteen pound box of processors that I'm gonna make a chessboard out of. That's gonna look really cool, and I got them. They're like. At the time, they were ten thousand dollar processors. Now they're worthless, and people gold extract them. But you're creating all these um, fucking chemicals, and it's like, why not just fucking make something out of it? One second before I forget this, because I keep forgetting things during this podcast. Eric, I remember what I was gonna say, and this is this is to both of you, honestly. I have thought about these things for many hours because I, I have way much, I have way too much free time. But yeah. I think the problem with today is that. 
there's so much out there that there's like a weight on you to feel like you have to create something unique. But when there's seven, eight billion people out there in the world, it's so hard to create something that is truly unique. Just make something that's good. I think this podcast is an example. This is not a unique idea. I based this on the Triforce podcast, which I love, which is of YouTubers I like just talking shit and talking like they're friends. There's and I feel it, which is why I thought of this. And I this stops me from doing so many things. And honestly, I'll freaking work with you guys. And later, I want PJ. I want you to say what your your companies are. So just like just get that yeah, out there. But okay. But anyway, I, I I've thought of this because it, it's such a weight to feel like I have to create something new. I have to create something that's different from everybody, but it's impossible. It's impossible today to create something that is completely unique with the stuff today. You have to do what like this podcast is. This is a This is a concept that has already been done, but we are putting our spin on it and we are putting something out that people putting ourselves out there. Some people may watch and it might go from there, but like that's the thing is there are only a handful of people alive on the planet right now that will ever create something completely and unbelievably new exactly even elon musk tesla was not fucking musk's idea no it was um nikolai nikolai tesla yeah they had well they had a bunch of fucking electric electric versus gas cars have been a thing since the early 20th century they were the original competitors but the batteries weren't up to date and people bought gas cars because instead of traveling 10 mile 10 miles in a fucking basically horse-drawn carriage with a shitload of batteries you get like a fucking gas-powered car and you can drive 100 miles and go to a gas station where there's more infrastructure and all this other shit and like no one gave a fuck about electric until the environment became a an actual issue yeah the the lead the lead basset batteries were probably still better for the fucking environment that's the thing though it's from my experience though with every topic, every like music, anything like like writing music is especially a good example because that's something close to me that I've always thought it's so hard to push yourself to write to create something new because you feel like everything has already been done and you feel like you have to you have to come up with something that is totally different from anything. But it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible, and you shouldn't think like that. And I've realized this over time, which is why I finally like like asked people to come do this podcast with me because I finally realized you can't do something different than everybody else. You just have to do what you feel is you. You have to do you. You have to be a genius in whatever specific fields that you spent your life on working to create something that's just on like like, that's unheard of in humanity to be like. There's no, there are fucking seven and a half billion people on the planet alive today. And that's what, 7% of people that ever lived in history. And it's like, there is no way you sitting at a desk in your room randomly came up with a thought that no one has ever thought of in the history of humanity. Like, there's no fucking way. The only way you get to that completely original and legitimate idea or train of thought is by being a fucking expert 
in whatever field that it is in and you basically just can you finally can break that that bubble that barrier. exactly not even just, just being an expert not even you just being an expert you have you, ha- yeah. you, have, you have to be lucky you have to build on things that have already existed you have to yeah. you have to be lucky too you have to be lucky if you're not lucky you might have the greatest idea in the world but if you're super unlucky you're fucked well like, yeah. everyone everyone has an ingrained built like amount of luck because like in order to survive this long every species on the planet is pretty fucking lucky like really lucky like incredibly like lucky and like for humans to exist right now with this many people and no crazy shit to happen like a solar storm i mean that, that actually happened in our fucking like in the existence of humans where yeah, humans went down to what ten thousand yeah total ten thousand people, people in the world and it was just constant fucking asteroids and fucking sun like fucking solar flares just hitting yeah, we were us on, we were on the brink bro <laughs> and but we were lucky as shit and you have to be lucky you have to have a really good idea you have to be a fucking expert or know an expert and use their use their ideas so that you can like combine yours or whatever. Like, fucking... Your other expertise, like yes. you have to be unbelievable in your like, field. Like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs isn't a fucking computer. He's anymore. a marketer. He's yeah. a marketer. He's a marketing marketer, is he also, so he important. A, but he had a vision also of uh, design, not computer design, but of design of the Aesthetic the systems. Yeah, yeah, which is a huge thing for everything. Aesthetics is literally everything. If you have a fucking car that looks like shit, but is the most reliable, fastest car in the world, yeah, people are going to buy it. This but applies it to Tesla as well, because I'm pretty sure Elon Musk has said he made Teslas specifically to look like they were like sleek and sexy and cool, so that people, so that, pe- so that people thought they were buying their dream car. You have to, it's marketing. You have to convince people it's not about coming up with an original idea because in this day and age, an original idea is so hard to come by. It's about coming up, building off somebody else's idea and convincing people that that idea is worth your money. That is what the thing is. But it's so hard to push yourself to do that because you see... Examples. It's terrifying. Well, even in your mind, it's almost unbelievable. Exactly. Because there's nothing in the world like it. So like you're like, this I don't podcast. Know. Everybody has a fucking podcast. Podcasts yeah. have been a thing since like oh. We're not the fucking first yeah. person to ever come with a podcast. If anything, we're the fucking last person to come with a podcast. <laughs> we're in episode Probably. three in 2022. We're the last fucking person yeah. to cover the podcast. In 20 years, the podcast became a thing. They but, weren't popular until like fucking 2015, but they've been a thing since like the early 2000s. Who's exactly. the podfather? The pod. There's like one dude that created the podcast. Uh, Adam Did Curry. He? Adam Curry is. The one who made the he basically created the podcast. Like he basically created yeah. the fucking pot. Hey, he's from fucking Arlington. He's from Arlington. Everything revolves back oh. to Virginia. It's all cyclical. Yep. A lot of comedians were the early podcasters. Yep. Joe That's Rogan. How it, he, he Rogan, Rogan was like an OG. Bert was an OG. Mm-hmm. Tom oh, Gura. fucking Bert's podcast um, is so good. I love. I watch the the two bears one cave with him and Tom. I watch every fucking. Wait, wait. Like Bert, what's his last but, name? Bert Kreischer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw him live in December. He came to Houston. That's fucking sick. We saw him live. We blacked the fuck out. Okay, wait. You know whose podcast I used to really like? Who's that, like, ginger dude who's in Star Wars? Andrew Santino? No. Remember, Eric? He was in The Mandalorian. 
Oh, Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. He used to have a fucking podcast. Yeah, he's a comedian who had a podcast. He was. It was like, so good. He used to. He used to just have people call in and talk about like relationship problems, and they were always the most ridiculous relationship problems. Like, a guy would come and be start to date a twin, but they were. It was like triplets that all looked identical, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he would sleep with all three of them on accident. It was always like the most ridiculous fucking shit, and it was like the best fucking. Podcasts, yeah, for like a little bit. It was so good. And what's crazy is the idea of podcasts, basically, and this is just me kind of taking a taking an educated shot in the dark here. But I would say, if I had to guess, the idea of podcasts came from morning radio shows. It honestly feels and like it. This it feels like people, a radio show. It was people saying, "Why don't we just fucking Howard Stern?" Yeah, no, dude. There's so many Elliot in the morning, who's mm-hmm. the Nova. Fucking ninety nine one or whatever. He's the rock he, dude. He's like a top five national radio show now. You got? Do you guys know about what they I did on the Howard Stern show for a while? Yeah, they yeah, big, yeah. I know they cut him off. Of he's the reason XM is a thing. Well, well, uh, so they would raid fucking C-SPAN. You know the con- congressional fucking channel yeah. where they, they he they would raid them and just say Howard Stern's penis every fucking time, <laughs> and they would just do shit like that constantly. And I was like the original fuck bro. They used to troll the shit out of C-SPAN and a bunch of other places, and they do that with podcasts all the time. Like they'll get fucking people. Like you can do that shit with Twitch where you just raid someone, you just raid them and troll the shit out of them. Yeah. I think it's hilarious how they did it to C-SPAN, which is run by the government, and they'll just someone will call and they're like, "Yeah, I was thinking about Howard Stern's penis," and then like before they can even say penis, it cuts off. It's so fucking funny. Or they'll go into a deep conversation, and they'll just be like, "Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that's changing politics is Howard Stern's penis," and then it just fucking every time they're like, "Oh, I don't know how that guy got through. That's the fourth time he's been through today." <laughs> Quick side note: when my dad was working like the night shift when I was like middle school and high school, he used to put on fucking C-SPAN two or C-SPAN three. Mm. He could just fall asleep at like two in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> he could always be fucking C-SPAN two or three, not even one. <laughs> C-SPAN two or three. Five minutes. He'd be fucking out. Like a light. I go yeah. in there and watch. He'd be like fucking passed out. That's I'd what I do. There, like, that's what I do with you too. I couldn't do this. No, but that, it's so that's, bad. That's, that's what I do with YouTube. Bird's eye view of Congress. It's a it's lullaby. The camera is like a bird's eye view of Congress, and it's just one eighty-year-old guy standing up there, monotone as shit, reading a four hundred-page <laughs> bill. Yeah, it's easy. There's, a, there's it's a specific yeah. thing you have to look for that that I look for on YouTube. It's something you kind of understand already, so you don't really care to listen that much to it. But it's like they they have a whole podcast on something you already kind of understand, so you're not really paying attention. But it's someone talking about something you kind of care about. Yeah, mildly interesting. It's like yeah, I mean, it's something very specific. I do this every night. I'm like, hmm. I, I I've been watching old SNLs. Yeah, recently. I. You know what I've been I doing? Sitcoms. I throw up on my laptop. But like for right now, it's been just SNL since like season thirty five. Okay, you know what I've been I doing? That, that I feel like. I feel like this is really weird. What I've been doing is, so I'm like a super video game nerd. What I've been doing is I've been watching uh, commentary streams on Dota 2. I have no idea anything about fucking Dota 2 or how to play Dota 2, but it's almost like fucking ASMR video game edition. 
because they are going on about these video games and I have no idea what they're talking about, but it feels in my brain like they're talking about something I understand when they're going on about this because they're like, oh, he used his ultimate, he uses, and I have no clue what's going on. But my brain puts me to sleep because I it feels like I understand like what's going familiar. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really weird, but it, it works very well. Find a game you don't know very well or a show you don't know very well and watch like a review of it or a podcast and suddenly your brain goes like, I don't have to pay attention because I already understand what's going on. But you really don't. And, and and because of that, it lets you find unlimited sources of this, of this information. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So, PJ, I guess Warren is answered. I'm the same. I'm more or less in the same boat as him. What? When you go to sleep, do you have a show or just something on to fall asleep? Or is it just like nothing? Like no noise or white a noise? Lot of the, a lot of the times I fall asleep on the couch while i'm watching something tv okay like, yeah usually i fall asleep on the couch but if i'm like really tired and i'm like i i want to sleep in my nice bed then i'll go to my bed but i mean i can't i can't uh i mean i have a tv in my room but it's not plugged into anything uh but normally when i go to sleep i fall asleep on the couch and i'm normally watching something and then i wake up and the tv's off because it whatever i was watching was like fucking ended i get timed out yeah okay. i mean normally i used to have a like i my fan kind of makes a loud noise not loud but like a little bit of a whining noise and like a mm -hmm. clicking noise and that's enough for me but like a completely silent room without any sort of noises um like i, I like it i like I, I it but I but if i no so i like it but the problem is if i hear any other noise i can't go to sleep so like if i'm laying here it's completely quiet I will knock out. Like I'll just be like, all right. But if it's like, I it's completely quiet and I just keep hearing noises, my brain will just be like, that's a noise. You can't sleep. That's another noise. It'll just be like, that's a tapping. What is that? Oh, that's a, that's a car going by. Wonder what car? Like my brain will just keep <laughs> going. But if I have like something going on all the time or like familiar, then I can knock out pretty easily. I can't. I can't do the the no, the, the noise. I, I have, have yeah, uh, probably like Eric, I've trained myself accidentally to have yeah. to have something playing when I sleep. Because when I don't have anything playing, Can't my sleep. mind my mind just goes my like racing. racing and like I blame it on my ADHD. I don't know if it's actually that, but I, I also it blame it on that. But again, probably neither of us have been diagnosed with ADHD. I mean, I I've am. never been. I've never been diagnosed. I've never even I'm checked cool. to be honest. That's what I was talking about with Texas and the prescription. See, and continue to Texas, and they were like, "We can't give you Adderall unless you take a fucking blood exam." You know, oh in middle God. school, uh, uh, fucking in like third grade, I specifically remember you all going on about fucking WWE at this time. But in third grade, oh yeah, I, I believe it. my parents told me. I believe I don't know if they told me at the time, but they told me now, like at around that time, and it was some girl, like lady teacher. They told me that I should be. They told my parents that I should be checked for uh, ADD because they think I had like a problem or something like that. But mm -hmm. I also feel like that may be accurate because I am just like bouncing, not bouncing off the walls, but like right now my legs are like bouncing at light speed. Yeah. And I've been 
I'm like jumping off topics left and right, like going crazy, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember this. Uh, and I, 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 and when I do things, I don't just do one thing at a time. I need mm-hmm. multiple things yeah. at a time. Yeah, no, I, I completely get that. I, I need a. Sh- oh. If I play a game, I want a show on at the same time. Yeah. If I yep. do like anything, I need something. When I walk my dog, I need something on at the same time. Well, when you focus on something, are you all like? If you're for me, when there I focus is no on focus. something, focus is not a, a, an existence. Well, so so for me, I either can focus on something and do it and have no other distractions, but that's like very very rare. But like if I'm not, I get distracted like instantly. Like it'll be like I'll be doing something, and be like oh shit, I need to do this right now. Oh shit, I need to do this right now. Like and I don't know if I have ADHD, but my mom and my sister have it. But um. I like ADHD is one of those ones where it's like, like you, I, I don't know. I, I grew up around it and my mom, like my mom was saying like, yeah, she was saying like, you know, you're like me where you do all this shit, but like, I can't like, she, she's on fucking Vivance or something because she mm-hmm. has really bad ADHD. And she was like, you're, you're like me, but you can actually focus for more than like 30 minutes. If you really get into it, I have to take fucking Vivance for that. Yeah, so I get the hyperfocus, which is like probably what she's kind of referring to. Where yeah. like, and the biggest thing for me, like the biggest example I'll ever give is when I was in fucking, I don't know, a junior in college. And I was home for winter break, and my parents were on a trip to fucking, fuck, I don't know, I think it was Iceland or something at the time. I found a free, and I'm like a big aquarium fish guy, yeah. right? So I found a free 150 gallon fish tank and stand on craigslist so at the Damn. time I my roommate now who him and i grew up together pat who i think y'all both know yeah uh, we all, we all went to, yeah, yeah yeah just fucking name drop his whole name um yeah, fuck no uh, that's such a rant that's such a bit like that's not, a classic it's yeah a that's not name dropping his name well, so worry. uh we um i texted him i'm like yo i found this shit on craigslist it's free i'm going to pick it up i need your help and it's back when i had my truck before it got stolen and he was like, okay, bet. What are we getting? I'm like, it's a fucking fish tank. He was like, okay. He probably thought it was a small thing. We go, and it's like, it's this massive fucking tank. <laughs> we load it into the bed of my pickup truck, drive it back, and, like, get it down into my basement where the, my other little, two, like, two little tanks were. And we put it, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. He goes back home. It's, like, I don't know, 4 p.m. And I start, like, setting it up, and I'm transferring all my shit from, like, this 100-gallon tank that I had to this 150 yeah um and i'm gonna end up selling the 100 gallon but I'm, i start transferring all of it it's like 4 p.m and i'm doing all the shit and all the shit i'm like super fucking focused and into it like i had music going on in the background but i'm like i'm just doing this yeah next time i know i look at my phone it's two in the morning yeah. and i'm still working on this fucking tank i didn't look at my phone once i didn't do anything i didn't fucking eat i didn't drink water anything <laughs> i'm just doing this fucking working on switching from one tank to the other without even really like, get that and then there are people that are like oh yeah you were just into it but it was like nothing else bad i think that's ADHD, a good point you don't even think, like if you have if you have that hyper focus on with adhd it's like you don't think about oh i'm hungry i'm thirsty yeah. i need to take when it's something you really care about, you can really yeah. get into it. But like, like with school it's papers for me, an hour of it before I even like stop and just was like, yeah. "What am I doing right now?" School papers. School papers for me is a good example of oh, I, the opposite I couldn't focus case. On shit. No, I have found a way to focus. 
but it's because I've set my life up in like a totally different way than average people. I cannot focus, like I found that I cannot focus just during the day. Like when everybody's awake, when lights out, when everybody's out there walking their dogs, oh, same, shit, I can't do it. When I, when I get to nighttime and nobody's up and it's just yes. me, I can do anything. Same. I can do anything because I have alone, quiet hours of yep. everything and same. I can do I anything I want. I love the nighttime. Yeah, exactly. I'm like two to five a.m. Best time on the planet. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. that's when I make a lot of my art. Where I'll, I'll just stay up all night and I'll just fucking like I haven't made art in a little bit, but like I'll just spend like fucking five hours on a piece and then just be like, oh shit, it's six in the morning and the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. But it's a great feeling to the same time. Oh yeah. Doing the shit while like half the world's asleep and it's just like you're out here living. Everyone else is basically on pause. Yep. And you're do, just doing your shit. Do you guys have like the? Uh, I have something where I'll pick up hobbies and then drop them after like a month or less. That's, that's such an ADHD thing. I do yeah. that all the time. Like, bro, that's, that's a classic. I to, for real, ADHD. I can't finish anything. You need, to, you need to go talk to a fucking doctor. I can't finish anything. I need to. Uh, so I I bought a bunch of leatherworking shit, and I'm I'm actually pretty decent at making these wallets. But like, I did it for like a month, and now I'm not. Like, I I was literally watching youtube videos and reading all this shit i i fucking just went deep into it made like a bunch of wallets and now i just like i want to do it but i just i haven't done it like i just forget about it and it's it's time consuming and if and if you're not immediately at least somewhat decent at it you're just done oh i the thing is i was good at it it's just like uh no uh, i I know like for anything that you pick any hobby or, or any like idea whatever you pick up if you're not like immediately at least decent at it at least for me, because I know that's yeah. a big ADHD thing. Yeah. If, yeah. If you're not, if if you're just if you're shit at it the first time you try it, and it's your own idea of trying to start it, and you're just dog shit at it, you're just like yeah. fuck that, I'm done. I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, I think big ADHD thing. I think the only thing why I'm like, so my roommate, he probably has ADHD. He can take Adderall and fall asleep in like twenty minutes. Like he'll yeah. literally just take it and fall asleep. I I need I to take Adderall. I'll be back in one second. Or anything like that. I'm mm-hmm. wired, but I've taken Ritalin and another one, and it made me feel completely normal. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean Adderall for like, I mean I don't give a shit. I'll fucking talk about it on the on the stream on the cast. Where, like before I was prescribed, I in school I used to take whatever the fuck we get our hands yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, this the same family of ADHD meds, and for me Adderall always even honestly all of them. I would take them and I would, I would sit there in like these study groups in college and everyone would be tweaking. Oh like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like legitimate, like tweaking out studying and shit. And I'd sit there and be like, um, like I, like I came out of the days where I'd be like, huh, I feel sharp. Like, I feel good. I could like, I can sit here and study without having to have 8 million things on in the background for even me to like sit down and start reading. Like, I can sit here and just, like, actually focus on the thing I'm supposed to focus on. Yeah, I I could not, like, I did about a year of college. I can't do college. I, I, I can't do it. I just can't bring myself, like, I'll do, I've done a bunch of TEDx classes or edX classes and gotten <laughs> certificates. And, like, I'm I'm actually a realtor. Okay. Anyway, I need houses in Orlando. Hit me up. But, Another plug. There um, we go. For the boys. Uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, that's another one of my business. I haven't done shit with it, though. I've just been sitting on my license, but... <laughs> At least you got um, the license. 
Yeah, but like I, I can't do college because I can't focus on it. Like uh, there were a couple classes where I could go really deep and focus on it, but the, like the rest of them I took, I was like, oh my god, this is so fucking boring. I don't want to do this. Like, why am I doing this? And mm-hmm. I, 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 I just can't bring myself to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't. I don't really ever want to do it. I want to study about the things I'm interested in. I don't want to do fucking some bullshit prerequisites that the state of Florida said you have to take. Like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. That's fucking dumb. Like, I'd rather just watch fucking 700 hours of experts talking about it on YouTube and then know how to do it rather than just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking let's spend, you know, 400 hours in however many weeks or 200 hours and however many weeks studying and doing all the fucking tests so that you can just get a certificate that a doesn't guarantee you a, like a fucking degree doesn't guarantee you a job in the slightest. Mm-hmm. It's an oversaturated market with degrees and they're not just looking for someone's degree. They're looking with someone for probably their own business or probably like extensive, like extensive volunteer work or career like like because they're like anyone can get a three eight or whatever yeah anyone can get a fucking degree but like yeah if if you're getting a job at like a software company or like even a lot of companies are shopping like stop taking degrees because they're just like like oh you have a degree in whatever software engineering but you have no experience and you've never actually made a program besides those recorded class but this guy's been like doing it since he was 12 and he wrote his own game or wrote his own software. Like you're going to pick that dude. And that's what, I don't know. I I just don't, I don't think college, college is broken. College is fucking ended. It's a terrible institution. 90% of what they fucking get on their fucking tuitions is gone into administration. There's more fucking administrators in like every college than there are fucking students because it's terrible. Yeah, like, I mean, I'll, I'll go into the tuition in a second. I just want to say, like, college itself, for me at least, I've had to drop a couple. I had to when I was in fucking school. Some of it's needed. I had to, I had to drop a couple of my non-major classes halfway through the semester because I would have failed them if I went through because it was just – to me, it was just so, like, just different from what yeah. – how my mind was wired and what I was focused on at the time. Like, I had to drop nutrition, like, three and a half weeks into the fucking semester. Because I got zeros yeah. on the tests, and I was like, I went to the professor, I was like, look, I can't do this. Like, I need to drop this class. I can't have a, a, a fucking F on my GPA and whatever. I was like, yeah. and that happened a couple of times where I was like, halfway through, I was like, I look, I can't. Yeah. I need to, need, to, need to get out of this before it, like, permanently fucks me. But for tuition, the reason the tuition, and, like, college, the idea of it was basically to just take what high school teaches you, especially for in public high schools, where it's, you have your general education classes yeah. and you can take electives, like a, like a couple electives, one or two, I don't know, however many, a year yeah. or a semester on top of that of what you want to do. And college is supposed to be the inverse of that, where yeah. you take the majority, quote unquote, electives of what your major is. And then you have a couple gen ed classes and it's just spiraled into like... It's a factory. Like, all four of my fucking years... I took psychology three years out of four. <laughs> I took, like this bullshit okay. class yeah. that you have to take. And like at this point, if you want to go to college and study microbiology, you shouldn't have to take goddamn writing three. I had to take four years of writing okay. as a business major. It's like you shouldn't have to take you maybe like one class 
Yeah, yeah. I am sure. As the main. But something related to your field, not just a fucking English class. You should be learning how to write a fucking. Like, you shouldn't just be taking an English class and whatever. It should literally be like, oh, you're in microbiology? Okay, we have a class that all of these types of, like, sciences take that's for writing, for papers, yeah. and it also teaches you a little about whatever, but it's not. It's just like, let's create a factory where we can pump out as much money out of kids who have no idea what they're signing up for with student loans so we can build them the rest of... Yeah, it like, they just want to... I mean, it's the only okay. type of loan you can't get out of at all because it is a government-funded fucking agency, and it's the banks make shitloads of money, and the government makes shitloads of money, and you shouldn't be making money off of education like that. You should yeah. not be making money off of education. If you want to fucking make money off of education, it should be the tutors and the fucking people who actually teach you shit, like the professors, and not just... Oh, give us money, and the professors knock like they're gonna get good pay, but not really that good pay, and they're also gonna treat you as like basically a fucking NPC because they have a thousand students in one semester, and they don't give a okay. shit. They're not gonna remember yeah. you. Right, as on, the only real quick, person go here. Oh, you go. Real quick, because I know you're about to go off. I just want to get this last point in. Is in my college, I had more credit hours of non-business school classes than I did of my fucking double major business school classes. And that's all you need to say about the fucking structure of colleges in the country right now. Okay, as possibly the only person in here who is actually currently within college, sadly, because I'm in a dispute that was discussed in podcast number two, uh, I will uh, I will attest to the idea that college is absolutely stupid as shit. College is literally for a piece of paper. Yep. If yeah, we you used to say that all the time to, in school. If you want to actually do something, the internet is much more useful than anything you learn it. in college. It is literally fucking do it. The problem is the motivation to go do it, which we discussed earlier. Like you feel like yes, someone's done everything, and the motivation you have to find a way to motivate yourself, and which is I I really struggle with that, which is why I was so passionate about putting the message out there that you need to just go out and do something because I mm-hmm. really struggle with that, but uh. Yes, college is an absolute joke, and I would like to give an example. Um, basically, I took like two years of college, and then I I like oh well two years of like community college because I I don't know I mean this is terrible and this is definitely like you know if people want to call it white privilege it is this, but from a young age. I knew that I would graduate college and I knew that I'd do fine because I knew that I was smart and I knew that I was like decently smart and this wasn't a problem. Like I I wasn't concerned about any of this. This is just fine. And here we are, me about to graduate college, not even putting very much effort in at all. However, uh, basically, uh, fuck, where was I going with this? Basically, when you get into college, uh, I think one thing that needs to be improved about college is that they need to improve the system where uh, to help students find out what they actually care to do. Because I feel like that is mm-hmm. severely lacking 
they do it to make money. They'll just be like, "Hey, you should do this degree," and then they're like, "Wait, you should do this degree." Well, exactly. Like, they they wait, don't so give I have you to take ten more classes. They That's don't give you. Yeah, they don't give you. High school was supposed to be. Well, they don't That's give you. I, they don't give you any most. time to decide. Really, they 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 give you high school, and then at the very end of high school, they tell you, "Oh shit, yeah, you're supposed to decide what you're gonna do for the rest of your life." They need a better yep. system at deciding what you're gonna do because I did not know what to do. And I asked my parents, and they said, hey, well, you debate things a lot, so maybe you should do politics. I didn't even decide what I want to do. I had no idea, so I had someone choose for me. And I realized at this point, as we discussed earlier, that I don't even really give a shit about this. And that I care about other things, which is why you see this podcast today. Mm-hmm. I care about entertainment and being happy more than doing the thing I'd fucking majored in. So it's yeah. it's yep. just so sad that you do this. And then uh, I actually remember the other thing I was going to say. A couple years into my college degree, I didn't know this because I didn't like extensively research how college works. A couple of years in my college degree, I went into my uh, advisor and I was like, well, what else do I have to do? And they said... Honestly, you really only have electives left. And electives, if you don't know, are literally just whatever you choose. <laughs> As an elect yeah. like literally anything you pick. You could pick literally anything. Yeah, okay. so yours is a little different than mine. Well, that's we get, literally like, how like, mine works. Well basically I'll let you go in one second, but they literally said uh, just electives, whatever you want to do. So l- I am not kidding. I did not intentionally do this, but for the last couple years, I have literally just been taking, like, guitar classes and film study classes. This is literally... science degree. This is literally what college is. Like, it is an absolute joke. Like, this is is just nonsense that what, what is actually going on here. Uh, anyway, I have a case going on in college right now. Please do not get angry at me if you hear this but i uh, think as you do <laughs> get angry at him uh, go but, listen uh, to the angry, second episode if you really want to know but uh yeah but for real like it, it is an absolute joke and i have gone on about yeah. this not there are two kinds of people in the world i think i will let you go right after this whoever wants to speak because but i i think this is an interesting topic. there are two kinds of people in the world i found obviously there's more kinds of people but i'm gonna generalize them into two there's one kind like us here, what it sounds like, where you've realized that... Free thought. Yeah, free thought. And there's the other kind who wants to focus solely on spending as many hours working as possible. I told you about this like in two and a half hours ago. Yeah, exactly. Are... We've been talking about this. College yeah. is for those yeah. people. College is for those people who want to spend as much time working. My sister is one of these people who has spent every waking hour putting every amount of effort into it. And you know what's really sad? I spent half I spent half of my time in college getting drunk and partaking in s- things <laughs> uh, that were not, you know, socially of the norm. And I barely, I ever tried on my college assignments. Barely. Yeah. And I've gotten like four yeah. in my semester. I, I have literally barely done anything. And I'm yeah. getting four It is just an 
absolute joke. It is a farce. Yeah. And th- this honestly represents the American system of everything. Because yep. we put all this shit up there and and put it out like this. And I literally have fucking sat on my ass, played the fucking Star Wars MMO and World of Warcraft, used substances like alcohol, and done nothing. And I have fucking exceeded in college. Like, it is an absolute joke. It is an absolute joke. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything at all. Anyway, that's pretty much all I have to say on the subject. It's actually pointless. Yeah. I other, know, other, other than getting, other than receiving your piece of paper, which I am in the process of doing. Yeah, it says you're an expert. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. It's like, especially if you go to apply to jobs and you're either like, look, I have this degree from whatever university or you put on your resume. Yeah, I've watched 700 hours of YouTube videos on it. There's a big difference on a, who they're going to fucking pick as their candidate just because it's accredited learning institution versus fucking YouTube. But that's like, I don't know, I'm the same way. All four years of my college, I would say I was not 100% of mind in my classes <laughs> that I went to for the entire four years that I went. Graduated, with, I think, a 365 or something like that GPA with a double major in a business. In a, at the time that I enrolled in the college was a top 10 business school in the country. I may have brought the college down. (laughs) It was, it was from other shit, but like at the time that I enrolled, it was a top 10 business school in the country. And like more, I had more credit hours in college of not business school classes than I did of business school. And like, I took psychology for three years. I took writing for four years and like, I shot it. I think at the end of the day, writing classes aren't bad. I was kind of happy with the way my writing classes ended up for me and teaching like what I wrote. Like I had one class my senior year. I wrote a fucking like our assignment was take a, like a, a political legislator kind of idea and expand on your view on it and use like expert um, opinions and research papers and shit like that to help cite your point. And I wrote about how the legalization, like the national legalization of weed would actually be a negative impact toward these small time um, weed farmers in states that already have legalized it, like in Colorado and California that are now that are small time weed farmers that are obviously selling to like the to the main legal market, that the national legalization of weed would harm them more than what the laws are now because it would allow companies like Marlboro and fucking other cigarette companies and other like alcohol companies that have expanded into weed in those in those states to completely expand and take over the market and it was supposed to be like a 10 page max paper and I wrote like 16 pages 16 fucking pages about this topic because it's something I'm actually really passionate in and she read it and she was a grad student teacher because it was like writing four or whatever you know what i mean like it was like writing 408 or some bullshit like that where it was like yeah her in order for her to get her phd or master's or whatever she has to teach one of these undergrad classes she told me that it was the best paper she'd written she had read from a student in like two years because i just like went off i didn't even do a, I didn't like i never do this in my papers but like no rough draft no i just sat there and fucking just typed 
That's what I do every time on my papers. <laughs> I submitted it to her and was like, I know it's fucking way too long, but there's nothing I can edit out of it that like I like personally could edit out of this paper and I think it was still good. And she was like, okay, fuck, like whatever, I'll read it. She already likes me at the time. And she read, yeah, and she read it. And she was like, this is the best paper I've read in like two years of teaching undergrad writing. But like I took fucking more classes of not business classes than I did of my double fucking major of a nationally renowned business school college. Yeah, it's, it's and any of the electives I had to take where they were like you like you need to take like whatever class. I had specific categories that I could pick from. I had I had to take one from the communications college. I had to take one from the sports medicine college. I had to take one from like I had to take a fuck ton from like the general education whatever the okay. fuck call it, whatever it's called. And, it was like, I didn't even get like a take whatever the fuck you want. And with, It was like, take whatever you want, but it has to be in this specific of these six classes. With my issue with like dealing with current college now and my annoying film studies teacher, an annoying specific thing is, is that a lot of what you were taught literally doesn't even matter in your degree, even in your degree classes. Yeah. Like say this film studies class, I am currently... I have the credits to graduate if we want an update on my situation. I have the credits to graduate and I have basically become gotten into a dispute with a teacher over nonsense about, about like the format of the citation that I used, which I tried to follow her citation. Anyway, I don't want to get too far into it, but basically one thing I would like to point out is, one, I'm not even a film studies major, but two, say I was a film studies major, and say she got angry at my citations, this teacher, I want someone to point out at one, I want someone to point out where in in making a film you would need to know a specific college level citation methods is it directing Ever. no is it acting no is it editing no where do you need these <laughs> citations is it writing the script no it's for them to make sure that you're producing original thoughts and not just stealing. They never check it, an expert. They never fucking exactly. Check it. So it's no, like well, they have that. They have that fucking. Oh, I forget the website. Now. So the, yeah, um, whatever. Where they plug it in, it just searches the entire fucking. Internet. But it's it's so, like yeah. okay, well, so you're gonna get you're gonna shit on me for this. Right, but yeah, where exactly in the filmmaking process are you going to use that? And it's not just for filmmaking. I've had public ads. That's all academic. Public admin is what my degree was. I've had public admin teachers tell me, when do you actually get into a public admin job? No one is going to have you fucking MLA cite what you're fucking doing. They're just going to have you show, hey, this is this is the fucking graph I used to fucking do this. And, or, or even that, or just literally tell them what you're doing. Like, no one. Is gonna have you do this? Nobody. Only if you're higher tier research papers where you have. Yeah. It's like the yeah. same thing as like we were talking about the fucking memes, the very very beginning of the podcast, yeah. where it was like you have to give credit 
to the person who originally either came up with the idea or the first person who provided proof of research that you're citing and that you're talking about specifically is like you have to give them credit or else you could be sued or your entire paper and entire idea could be discredited Neglected. because of it. It's like yeah. you have to give the person credit that you're specifically citing from for you to be taken seriously in any of like the major field, the, the top of your field kind of idea. Things by top of the you, field, like you mean literally in the college field. Nobody outside of the college field, like the college research. Oh, because research, major college. research papers that like, perf like, okay, but that's, that's, that's the other thing though. Have 40 years on the career. By, by major research papers, you mean specific topics. Because, like, say the issue I'm dealing with with my film studies. Or theories. Theories, say the, yeah. research. Anything and... in the scientific field, you absolutely yeah. have to quote. Say the, say the specific issue I'm dealing with with my film studies teacher. She is angry at the format of the citations I've used. Well, we all know she's a fucking con. Well, however, yeah. the paper is basically about my interpretations of the meanings of specific yep. pieces of art. Where exactly are you going to find citations on that? No, the only citation you should be using is literally fucking from the movie, like exactly. quotes from the movie and shit. That's it. But wait, wait, or from the director after like in interviews, whatever yeah. shit like that. But uh, what's it called? Uh, I want to go back to a little bit about uh, fucking, I don't know what we were talking about, but I know the general area. Um, the, so the, the real reason culture. to go to fucking college, okay, isn't to learn about something and get a degree so you become an expert. That's not the real reason. The mm -hmm. real reason of going to college. Is so you get a good job that pays a lot of money. But the problem right now is when you go to college, you have a bachelor's degree. It's basically a high school diploma with no experience. If you go to trade school for 18 months, like the average college graduate, I think it's like $45,000 out of college. Depending on the state, it's it's pretty low. It's like 45 or 50 or 35. It's very low. But if you go to a trade school and become a plumber or a welder, or a carpenter. Carpenter's not as much, but like a welder, no, plumber. HVAC certification. HVAC. They make 80K yes. off of training. Yes, on you make anything trade school. Anything trade school where you, you it's either you get a certification, you have to be an apprentice, or it's a mm -hmm. combination of you go to a technical school, whatever the fuck, all right? You go there, there's only like, there's a bunch of trade professions that don't make any money, but there's a lot of them that do. If you become a fucking plumber, if you spent four years becoming a good plumber, you're and you own your own business, you're making a hundred k plus a year easily. You you're making four years. You spend a year and a half training, and then you go out and start your own shit. Yeah, you uh, you spend like a year and a half training. You work for a company for a year, learn more of the ropes. You just you probably are going to be making sixty k as soon as you're a journeyman electrician easily. or a journeyman. Like you easily make that money. Anyone would hire you. It all depends on the state, though. You're in California. You're probably making over 100K a year just straight out of that. But, like, the whole purpose of college should be this is an institution where you learn what you want to learn about. If you're interested in mechanical engineering, which is one of the degrees I do think 100% you should have a degree for or some type of certification or test that you pass saying you know your shit. But with, like, fucking art, like, the, the only that thing with true. art 
All right, all right. One thing with art is the art students, it's very, very, very good at teaching art students techniques and doing whatever, but you don't need an art degree you can to get a fucking, fucking job. YouTube for that. You can you watch can fucking teach, YouTube. Yes, and you're going to do that. You're not just going to go to art school and be like, wow, I'm an artist now. Or like graphic design, okay? Or any type of art. You're not, they're never looking at what degree you have. Even if you're a fucking curator, they're looking at your portfolio. Portfolio. Like you've done because you can teach you can teach technique all day, but it won't it won't change someone's creativity and change someone's ideas to what it's their own thing. And I mean that's I think that's the biggest problem with college. It's literally like if you go to college, you get a bachelor's degree, you're gonna make guaranteed this much money a year. When you could make that same amount of money literally being a salesman that's not very good, or you could do become a trade tradesman. Fuck, you can work as a fucking middle manager at Wendy's. College, if you work as a McDonald's Joe of McDonald's, you make over like 200k a year. College you make just, ridiculous money. But it's like with the fucking the way it is set up is so backwards so they can they can just make you suck you into a student loan that you'll be paying off forever because you don't realize if you don't pay off more than a minimum amount, you're going to be stuck there for 20 years. You will be minimum amount. College You're, also, exactly. college also, uh, does honestly, it it's literally just for a piece of paper. It, it does not guarantee you a salary. It literally nursing. Nursing's the worst one to go to college for because you can either go to college, get a nursing degree. Same with real estate. Real estate's a really bad one to get a degree for. I got my real estate license in a month. <laughs> Basically, if you become a fucking real like if you take a real estate degree in Florida, if you get one of them, you can go you literally just pass the test and boom, you're good. But if you want to become a realtor and you don't have a college degree, you take a two or three week long course, you take the test, which by the way, there's ways that make it easier. Like I took mine in Spanish, but I clicked the translate button and it was really easy. I finished it. So like a four hour test I finished in like 45 minutes, but like it, nursing, nursing is a really bad one because you can just, instead of spending two years doing whatever, you can spend six months getting that same nursing, more nursing certifications and setting you up for an even brighter future. Like, and once you get those nursing certifications, you can go work for a company and hey, guess what? Maybe they want you to be a nurse practitioner and they'll send you to school for four years. Yeah, and then and you can get and they'll pay for it because they're like, man, this person's same with being a lawyer. Like you can like you can literally just be like, OK, I have a history game. Like my sister, she's a fucking paralegal. She's getting paid a bunch of money. I wouldn't doubt her becoming a lawyer in the law firm fucking paying for it because that's like that's this that's this. It's the better way of doing okay, it. Where it's not like, a, wait, 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 I want to push back a little bit on one point. What? Of, so a, a really good friend of mine who's a roommate for me for like two years in college, one of my best friends from, from college, he was a double major in accounting and real estate management. And now he's at a commercial real estate firm in That's Manhattan accounting though. That's doing, a big no, 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 but he's doing real estate. He's doing he's a commercial real estate firm in Manhattan mm -hmm. where his job is appraising commercial real estate all over the country. You have to get a appraiser's which, license for which that. Which he had, which they paid yeah. for because of yeah. that that degree and that and that's why I push back at least for business school a little bit. But like that depends on the school, that though. That it, depends it on the school. That, Not every school degree. will do things like that. Yeah, but it but it also the school the, the company is, paid for in that. Four years, 
instead of getting that the, degree, the he company spent, probably will. Um, school, he could have literally, school. he could have become a realtor or a fucking real estate agent. I'm a realtor. It's its own fucking thing. It's a whole thing that I have to get into. If yeah, you like he's not. He's not a realtor. Yeah, right? you have to pay money every year. All that other shit. Yeah, he's not that. ethics, whatever. But like, yeah, you literally to become a realtor, it's literally take a class. Pretty much every state, you take a class, you take a test. Okay. You want to go do something else with real estate? Okay. After two or three years, in Florida, it's two. Some years, it's four. Active real estate license, you can get your broker's license and you can start your own company. Or, oh, you want to do CAM management, which is like community association management, which isn't a, it could be HOAs, but it's mostly condos, like directly condos and like, like things like that. You can get that. You want to become an appraiser? You can do that. Like, if you want to become a real estate agent in any state, like 40, no, not 40, like 25 states are pretty similar to Florida, and you take like a 20 question test, mm -hmm. boom, you're a real estate agent in that state. And yeah. you, you, in that amount of time, not only could have you, could you have sold houses and learned, you could have also saved that crazy amount of money. Because real estate is basically a game of how much work do you want to put in this? Do you want to knock on people's doors? Do you want to do cold calling? Do you want to meet people at social events? Do you want to build a network? How many people do you know? If you know people and you have a like good track record, chances are you're going to make a shitload of money. Like really easily without a degree. No one's going to question you because people think it's hard to become a real estate agent when it's pretty pretty fucking easy like pretty easy i mean yeah i mean i'm not sitting on real estate agents i'm just saying that like, he went straight into a high-powered manhattan firm real like basically like I purely accounting i think it's accounting no, is a lot a um, lot of it too because accounting if there's be. accounting in there a, if you have a real estate degree just by itself you pretty much are going to get hired at any real estate firm. But if you have an accounting degree, that's when they go, oh, this guy got a degree in accounting. He's also, he knows his shit with numbers. He's not just someone selling houses. I mean, houses. degrees do yeah, legit that's... help. But the the thing is, uh, the downside is how much fucking money degrees cost to get. Whereas someone who didn't get it. How much is like your time worth? $50,000. How much is your like time years worth? Years like... of time. So Four you can say like, oh, the degree is so good, but realistically, someone probably could have achieved the same thing if they like pursued. Put in the, the same right, amount of effort. If they pursued if you put in the sixty right hours path, a week, yeah. like instead of going to school, like and let's say you spend, I don't know, fifty hours a week on your classes. You you spend fifty hours a week on all your classes. You're realistically, taking four or five it's classes. probably like fifteen hours a week. But... All right. But let's say your average person, which most average people are 40 hours a week. It's about 40 hours a week for a student to work on all their classes, like, and have all their classes. Is and, it? There's yeah, no way. About, yeah, it's about 40. That's, like, the average. That's, no, that's, I feel like four hours of class for over five days. That's, just like, 20 hours a week of class. Yeah, but that's just class. That's not yeah. also the homework. That's including the homework and everything oh, else you need to do for the school. The so, like, 40 <laughs> or 50 hours completely... I didn't take notes senior year. No, I didn't You don't need day. to take notes. Literally, they just post all the fucking PowerPoints online. Why do you need to take notes? And all my friends were crazy people, and we'd study before the exams, and they would have every fucking thing highlighted. 
and I would just sit there yeah. and talk to him about it. But like I, I, I'm telling you, my senior year of college, all I brought to my classes was a pen, was a pencil. No, yeah. I'm serious. That's I didn't bring a book. I, I honestly wouldn't even bring a pencil. They, I would ask somebody else for I it. Pencil, case we had a test. Like I'm kidding. I'm not even kidding. It's so easy. <laughs> it happened to me one sophomore year. I showed up to a class and I sat down. And everyone was freaking out. And I just didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and I looked over the guy next to me. I'm like, why the fuck are you reading that chapter? And he's like, we have a test today. And I was like, no, we don't. He's like, yeah, you fucking <laughs> okay, do. I don't know if I was that bad. I got a 26% on this test. Okay. Pretty good for not knowing bad. you had a test. No idea. I was also not quite sober for that. Yeah. I don't know if that was that bad for a test, but yeah, I, honestly, we tested, I was like, no, we I, fucking don't. He was like, oh, I, we did. I did not find, I took a lot of online classes in the second half of my college career because I did not I find lectures useful because mm-hmm. I found that I just wouldn't end up paying attention to a lot of the lectures or taking notes. So I was like, why am yeah. I in this class when I don't actually listen to the lectures and then when the test comes along, I just had to teach myself the all the information. So why would I sit through a lecture? So I took the online class instead, and it went fine. Yeah, I've gotten decent grades, yeah. Yeah, a lot of my history electives in college I took online because then I was like, I want to go sit in a fucking class and hear some guy talk about the 1770s for the thousandth time in my life when I know – 90% of it, and he's filling in some extra detailed shit. But I would say for my business classes, and like this is what I'll say for my school, if I'll take away anything about it, is all of the classes I took in the business school outside of the specific finance classes, because all of those classes, it was essentially like teaching you how to do math. And then giving you a calculator at the end of an exam at the end of the semester to take the exam. That's how those yeah. classes go. They're like, you need to memorize this formula and be able to do it by hand. But in the real world, you'll have Excel and you'll just like do it automatically. Those are my finance classes, and they were all most of them, like 90% of my finance classes were bullshit. But all of my other business school classes, I would sit there and I would just be able to take in the information that the professors were talking about for whatever I sides of the business whatever it was, marketing, management, entrepreneurship, whatever. And I just sit there and fucking take it in. And those were phenomenal. And I think a lot of that would and will help me when I decide to start my own fucking business. But finance itself was just garbage because it was just all Excel and it was teaching you how to do Excel shit by hand. Yeah. And it just had it just didn't really matter in the long No, run. and that's the it was thing. Like, here's, how you, here's how you value a stock of a company. I was like, I'm going fucking Yahoo Finance right now until you. No, that's exactly what I I think in my mind. These classes teach you a lot of things that you could literally look up in five seconds on Google. Yeah, well, it was only the finance in the business school. It was only the finance classes that were like that. Everything else was like you need. And all of my professors were my my business school did a very good job of good and bad. I would say brainwashing you. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. The professors they hired were people that were absolutely excelled in the field of study. Mm-hmm. So one of my my apps one of my absolute favorite fucking entrepreneurship te- professors, she had started like six companies in the last ten years. All of them were doing multi million dollars of business a year. 
and she like had done a lot of work at Syracuse beforehand and all the shit. And she came back and she was like, yeah, like, let me, I want to teach entrepreneurship classes. And they had, it was like shit like that, where it was for certain topics that was unbelievably helpful for like that for management. We had a guy who had like been a CEO for like three different companies who was like in and teaching management and like how to, how to manage like employees and just general management shit. But then you have guys who for accounting guys or women, we don't discriminate. Most of my professors were guys. I had a bunch of women though. My, my favorite entrepreneurship teacher, she was a woman. Um, sexist. Say it all men. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, my finance professors and my accounting professors were, Again, people who were like unbelievably good in their field, but it's the same thing you get if you like what you'd assume an engineering professional is like, where they're really good at what they do, but they don't know how to fucking explain it or teach it at all. And a lot of the finance ones, just English was like their third language, which made it a little harder as students who only spoke English to kind of grasp. Because they're just fucking throwing words out there that they don't know. Yeah. If it matches up or not. But it's like, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, they just, they're extremely smart and extremely good at what they did. But it doesn't translate to them teaching it and like having people learn it. Like they teach it from their point of view as an expert who has 25 plus years of experience doing it. Yeah. To a bunch of 18 year olds. All right. Does it connect? That was finance and accounting. Everything else was just absolutely unbelievably good. To end this topic, because I feel like we've bored people on our college degrees long enough, I'm going to chuck one topic in, and then we're going to end this uh, so mm -hmm. that we can uh, finish this off. Here's a question that I've thought about that uh, I think is one of the opinions on this question is absolute lunacy do you guys like turbulence on flights yes i fucking yes. love it i love it i put my hands up i'm yeah. like Woo! you no, both are absolute lunatics and that is the opposite of what i expected no it's it's, oh, it's not bad at all it's it turbulence it's never brought me on a plane i think anybody who has enjoyed who likes turbulence has never experienced bad enough turbulence I oh i've experienced have. some fuck i've experienced turbulence where my ass is coming out of the seat <laughs> people are like crying no and i'm like Woo! how do you enjoy and that I, yeah, I love it. Fun. People can be like seriously injured yeah. in that no, kind you, of situation. Put your seatbelt on. The fucking lights on. The people says, literally on. like flight attendants and shit have been walking through and they've flown up and hit the ceiling. Yeah. You ever been in a car accident? Yes, it was like, horrible. That's yeah, that's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A fucking a turbulence is nothing. Yeah. I was hit by saying, a drunk driver. I fucking chased him down. I was. I had so much adrenaline. I think the, the one of the times give me a little, I, turbulence. Me a little, little jump, little one of the shot. times I enjoy turbulence the least. I think I didn't really mind that much, but then I got to a. Uh, I think I went on one flight, and I usually my flights are from the east coast of America to uh, England or like Paris or something like that. Bougie. And I think one of my least favorite times, and I think this made me not enjoy turbulence was I was watching a horror movie with like many jump scares 
And during this flight, there was possibly the most severe turbulence I've ever experienced in my life while I was watching horror movies with jump scares. And this flight, I'm not kidding. I've never experienced anything like this ever. Other than that, the plane would literally feel like it would just drop for like a minute. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. catch. Yeah. And then and people oh. would be sitting there screaming and saying, We're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> While I was watching a horror movie with jump scares. How old were you? With my headphones in. I don't know, maybe like like fourteen. And I was watching this stuff and things people were screaming because <laughs> shit was happening. Luggage was fucking falling out of the compartments doing this shit. And I was just like, This is Did the not captain say anything? Yeah, he was like, uh, I mean, he said something at first, but then he just stopped saying anything until it was over. <laughs> but it's yeah. kind—it's of, kind of just like the fucking luggage is falling out. People are screaming, like, "Oh, we're gonna die!" I'm watching a horror movie, and I'm like, "This is not a fun experience." Like, I want to fucking land. Like, what is going on here? And then I hear people going, "Like, yeah, this is fun." It's like if you think this is fun, you're not uh -huh. actually thinking about the consequences of this. Someone's fucking right. bag could land on your head. Someone walking that damn cart down the road. Look this up if you guys don't believe it. Look it up. There are literal videos of when turbulence happens. The flight attendants are walking carts down, and the flight attendant flies up and hits the mm -hmm. ceiling, and the cart yeah. flies down the aisle and hits somebody, and shit starts flying out, and they it, fucking hurt so themselves, rare. and people start screaming. I'm telling you, it's not Good for them. They get workers' comp. I think like, the thing is, I think the thing is, it's not the turbulence that scares me. It's the what happened. It's the of it. it's the knowledge of how bad it could be, because I've also heard that when it gets bad enough and when the plane falls enough, the uh, the air masks like the oxygen masks fall out. And I've heard it's that the air I've heard that when those fall out, it sounds like a shotgun firing, uh, mm -hmm. and it is incredibly loud. Uh, and I've, I I hear that, and I'm like. I really would like to just live peacefully and would not like a shotgun firing and people start screaming that we're all going to die. I mean, the thing is, if you seriously tell me that you have fun when a shotgun blast sounds randomly without your knowledge and everybody mm -hmm. starts screaming that you're going to die and you start falling out of the sky, you're lying. And I, well, I know you guys know. are going to defend that's, yourself. That's but a that's, little bit different. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. that's the idea but I have in my head of what could happen and when turbulence starts i'm like please let that not happen please please i'm just gonna say and i'm not religious but i sit there and i go if if serious turbulence because usually it's fine but i've only had a couple times when serious turbulence happened and when serious turbulence happens i'm like please yeah but that'll never bring a plane down i'm like, like yeah. I'm, I'm, saying, little, I'm like please do more. not let like the fucking air the, the oxygen thing has come down please do not let it get to that point and that's all i'm saying i don't want that to happen i just want the flight to go my shitty movies and the fucking ep one episode of the office they have on there i want that to play and i want it to be done i don't want fucking oxygen masks to come down i don't want fucking luggage to start flying out i don't want people to start screaming i'm gonna die i want to take off and land and i want that to be it <laughs> that's what i'm you, saying you would absolutely shit yourself if you ever flew into a mountain town in like colorado in the rockies anywhere 
because once they get over the mountains, especially my mom told me this too, was the, the worst one she'd ever been on when she, when she flew directly into Aspen, I think it was. Like, I flew into, like, fucking Colorado Towns similar, but she said, like, Aspen was by far the worst. Where once you get over the mountains, the pilot goes in the speaker and he's like, everyone better be strapped in because we have to, <laughs> we have to nosedive. And it, the plane literally comes over the mountains and just sh- fucking nosedives into the town and then pulls up and lands like just fucking 45 degree angle, just straight down. And people are screaming and crying and all this. <laughs> shit. And it's like, that's the only way you can like get over those mountains no. and down and be able to land. It's like, it literally goes straight the fuck. I'm down. not saying that it's not like necessary. Like or that, I'm just saying turbulence. Is what my, I mean. my only but argument, like, oh, but that, that that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying though. My only argument is, if anybody says they enjoy that, you're lying. You don't no. enjoy oh, everyone fun. on the plane screaming it. and crying. I think it's hilarious. And plane's not going down. If you enjoy that, down. you're seriously insane. You're seriously insane. The plane has never been brought down from turbulence. Oh, okay, something you always failed. In history, except maybe the fucking Wright brothers. Okay, yes, you say that, you failed. say that, but uh, that is that is another example of a bullshit statement because my dad works in the airline industry and that statement disregards every other every single piece of the plan because there has been a flight that my dad has told me about where I believe it was around California. And they were flying up in the air, and the and I know you're gonna say, "Oh, another part of the plane broke," but I'm gonna be honest. You're gonna say you're gonna say that, but you do not know as a passenger what part of the plane breaks. So this has literally zero, zero impact. They have it in the black box, probably. They have well, it. They recording. do, they do, but this has zero impact on you as a passenger. Therefore, it shouldn't impact your your thought process as a passenger because you have zero idea what's going on. They are flying over California. And the altitude, the altimeter or whatever, uh, froze, and they had no idea where, the, what, like what was going on, and they started a free fall, and stalled. They fell and smashed into the ground, and all of them died. And you're gonna say nothing to do with turbulence, either, but the turbulence was what they felt beforehand, and that's the thing I have to have about that statement. People go, turbulence is never the cause of the problem. No, it isn't. But that's kind of like saying, if you jump out of a plane, feeling fall, feeling the feeling of falling, is not what causes you to die. It's like, of course, no. it's not what causes you to die. You fucking hitting the ground causes you to die. But you no. do not know that you, if you were on that plane in California, you did not know that the altimeter froze. The pilots did not know the altimeter froze. All you felt was a bit of turbulence falling, and once you start falling. After a little bit, you stop feeling it. And they didn't know they kept falling and smash right into the ground because this was right in the middle of the night. So I'm just saying, I have all this in my head, and when shit starts going crazy, I'm like, please let this just be a fucking regular flight and let this not be that flight I'm thinking of where I fucking smash into the ground. Have you ever driven, like, have you ever been going over like 140 miles an hour in a car? No, because what? Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that ter- like if you ever drive that fast in a car, I don't think an airplane would ever scare you again because that is like doesn't matter what car you have, you're going so fast, it's so fucking sketchy. 
and an airplane is like pathetic because it's like oh there could be a little bit of a, a bumper or a fucking little bit of tire in the road and your car could just flip you're done yeah the slightest jerk of the wheel like the slightest yeah, just flip the car of the wheel flip the car yeah i don't feel like that's a good argument to convince me because that's like, like, that's, 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 that's like saying warren why are you scared of being stabbed have you never been beaten half to death and it's like okay well uh why the fuck well, like what the fuck kind of argument is that like i don't want to have either of those things happen <laughs> well, like the, the only thing i'm seeing where it, where people are saying turbulence was the cause of a crash turbulence is well, not like, because of the crash what i'm well, saying it was like, is oh, turbulence the, the is a, turbulence is a feeling that you experience when the plane is bumping around yeah, but it's not. But it turbulence, never, uh, turbulence, scary because signals. I know turbulence itself is not going to bring the plane down. Turbulence. This is exactly. like saying plane a plane's vertical fin snaps in half, or the engine one of the engines stops working beforehand, and what ends up <laughs> causing the entire fuck up is they fly into a fucking storm it's, and it's have not, turbulence. It's not. But it's tur- not the turbulence it's itself. It's not turbulence. No, I know that, but there. I'm saying and it's not even necessarily a sign right before it because it's not turbulence. If you have a plane, if you have a part of the plane like break off, that's not turbulence or something that breaks. That's not turbulence at that point. That's called yeah. the, pr- the plane is no, broken. No, but that's what I'm saying. I get that, but I'm saying the turbulence to your body feels like something sketch is happening. Not for me. No, it does feel I, like I, don't, that for I me. don't feel it. I really don't. It feels no. like that for me, and that's why I'm saying it is sketchy. And that's when people say, "Oh, I really love it." I'm like, I don't really I understand that. I don't it's understand fun. how you love that. That's just kind of saying like, I love being thrown. Yeah, but you don't like fucking time. roller coasters either, man. I do like roller coasters, bro. I remember we were when we went to Ocean City, and you did not want to go into. I used coasters. to not like roller coasters, but I do now. Weirdly, I don't really understand how that happened. Okay, here's see, another. The thing the is, opposite. I see. Okay, wait one second. This is not about any of this. Honestly, let me ask you guys your opinion on this because this is important to the podcast. We're at three hours and 34 minutes. Now, not all of this has been recording a podcast, but I want to ask this just because I want your opinion. I'm having fun. I want to keep going. What is your? What do you think we should keep doing? Should we just keep going with the podcast? Should we split this in two? Should we uh, stop soon? Should we... Like, I mean, we... we can keep going. I'm down I'm down. To, I'm down to keep going. I'm having a good time. Should we split this in two? Uh... Do you think we need to? I don't know. I mean, like, we're at how three hours and works. forty minutes. I don't, so like, I, don't, I don't know how the uploading works on your it's, end. It doesn't matter on my end. Out. I'm just saying, like, what do you think is like right normal for podcasts? You can have it as long as you want. It can just All be right, a really long no, podcast. Whatever. I mean, I don't I've really watched care. thirty minute podcasts and I've watched six hour Joe Rogan podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it doesn't right, really well. matter. I don't even know what I was going to say, but <laughs> but basically I, I think... was just asking like if you guys were down to like keep going because I've been looking at the time on my stream and I've been like for yeah, the last like hour and I've been like I've been suspicious of the time and I've I've been wondering at what point I should uh, call it. But if you guys are keep going, I'm down to keep going. I know I was having I... fun as well. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say I think. So I'm like the opposite, where I love the fucking turbulence, but almost anything else in that adrenaline range, like roller coasters, whatever. You don't like roller coasters. If I'm not the one in control, 
Interesting. I don't like it. I've flown small planes before. I've driven cars at fucking 140, 150 plus miles an hour before. I Like, if I'm the one who's in control, or I know, it's like, if I fuck up, I die. But if I don't fuck up, no matter what I do, if I don't fuck up, it's good. I'm 100% calm, 100% good to go. Like, I fucking love it. If I'm the one sitting there, and I'm like, I'm putting my life in something or someone else's hands outside of fucking turbulence on a commercial airplane outside of that if i'm putting my life into someone else's hands and things start getting shaky that's when i start getting nervous i want your opinion on this pj because i know my opinion plane and skydive and shit and i'm like in in my mind i'm like it's it's in my hands my life is in my hands at that point yeah in control that's when i freak out say what do you what do you think about this pj because i know what i think about this issue hello (laughs) yeah yeah what's up what do you what do you think like do you, you eric is basically saying he thinks that the scary aspect of it is simply when he is not in control so therefore he doesn't like roller coasters sometimes because he's not in control however turbulence and like driving 140 in a car is not as bad because he is in control i say turbulence was the only exception but i don't even say it's scary it's just like i'm comfortable being in control in those ridiculous high adrenaline situations okay if i'm not in control i'm like i don't trust it i don't like it what do you think, BJ? Um, honestly, a lot of times it depends on the situation, but like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I really don't care whether it's turbulence, a roller coaster, whatever else. I really don't care if it's fucking like I'll go like I want to go skydiving. I don't I don't really care. I'm at this point I I I don't care. I'm I'm down for anything. What do you mean at this like, point? What this has brought point you? What has life? brought you to this point? Uh, just life, just not really giving, just going with the flow. If I fucking die when a plane fucking loses a wing, <laughs> I don't give a shit. If fucking, I mean, I'll be sad. I'd be sad right before I die, but <laughs> fuck it. I don't, I don't really give a shit. I'm, I mean, I mean that's like, that's how I look at a lot of life. I think roller coaster is the big one for me, where it's like it's completely out of my control. Yeah, and I don't. Get, I there's nothing. That's like the only thing. You are citing like, roller coasters as completely as happy. completely out of control, but not plane turbulence. I would yeah, be. I love plane turbulence. No, no, I'm just be. saying. I'm saying how. Uh, so a no, roller, I know, and I don't know. So I don't know what roller it is. coaster is out of your control. Childhood trauma, which is for which my is sixth, which is tested. My sixth birthday at a roller Disney coaster World. is tested and made by people, whereas I plane hope. turbulence is actually random. I hope I get on an accident on a fucking roller coaster because then I'll get if I don't fucking die I'll be I'll be either a paralyzed and have a shitload of money or b I will just have shitloads of money. You know and I free have, rides for the rest of my life. I have thought that being paralyzed may not be the worst thing in our time period just because we can just play fucking video games for oh, half the time. Oh, thirty years from now. Oh, hopefully our legs. fucking hands are not paralyzed. But if our legs are paralyzed. I'm like, well, you know, fuck, I can still play fucking video games, so, eh, I mean, it's yeah. the worst thing ever. Yeah, hands are a lot worse to lose Like, a hundred years ago, though? Oh my god, that would be fucking terrible. Anyway, You get I... carbon fiber legs. Even, like, 15 years ago. Partially, yeah. what I was saying, I sort of agree with you, Eric, in that I actually 
am terrified of things I can't control. Anything I can control, I don't care. And I like, I like, if I have power, like, I want to climb Mount Everest. And I know the death rate, not the death rate, but a lot of people die doing that. I don't fucking they care. They leave the bodies on the on the mountain. I don't would, fucking well, care if I see. I don't care if I see body. dead bodies up there. I believe you in will. that. Yeah, you will. You'll see shitloads of them. No, I know I will. I know I will. But I know I will. Kill them if they tried to move the body. I know will. I've seen the movies and all that. I believe in myself. You know who I don't believe in? Fucking other people. Yeah. yeah that's basically what it is so when when other people have their my life in their hands i'm suddenly like sweating and i'm like i hope this fucking person actually knows what they're doing like mm-hmm. and i start fucking dropping out of the sky on an airplane and i'm like please and I'm, I'm not even religious please. and i'm sitting there saying like please god yeah please Absolutely. let this be a flight that actually makes it successful i'm literally just trying to fucking fly here and See, fucking eat a sandwich course. at greg's in england and then fly back like please whereas <laughs> if i'm climbing mount everest it's on me if i die it's on me yeah. and i'm i'm i feel like i'm fit enough and i feel like i know what i'm doing enough where i put that responsibility on me that is on me whereas something else like a roller coaster you know, I actually a weird thing about roller coasters. I'm not gonna throw all the shit on you, Eric, because regular roller coasters, weirdly, I'm totally fine. Like the Intimidator at King's Dominion, anything, I'm totally fine. Drop towers, for some reason, I hate drop towers. But regular, yeah. like you could put a roller coaster that would ride up the same distance as the drop tower and drop down, and I would be fine. But you put me in a drop tower that does that, and I would be terrified. And I do not understand. Pretty sure the roller coasters are way safer because they're on a track. I don't understand yeah. why that is. I think it's possibly I mean, because when you go on a drop tower, they bring you up there, and then, like the one at King's Dominion, at least I'm thinking of, they tilt you up towards the sky, yeah. and then they and then they do a countdown, and when they do the countdown, they go three, and then they drop you. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they want to fuck with you. they're purposefully trying to fuck with you while you're on this thing. Whereas the roller coaster, I don't know, it feels more natural. You're like going up a hill and then down a hill. Whereas the drop tower yeah. is like three up and then drop straight down. <laughs> it's like, you'll never experience as a and, human. And then you can't even look down as well while you're doing it. You yeah. you're forced to look up. So you don't know how close you are to the ground, it's, which is the whole thing. Uh, I just don't like, like drop towers. That's another reason why I think I don't like roller coasters is because when I was six years old, my family went to Disney World for my fucking like birthday and Labor Day, whatever. <laughs> Sounds like summer. a fun birthday. And no, <laughs> every single roller coaster and every single ride that we went on malfunctioned. Oh my god! Uh, and we'd be stuck in the middle of a roller coaster on a track, or stuck in the fucking ride right underneath the dinosaur. You're that cursed. as a six-year-old, I'm crying and screaming because I think I'm going to be eaten by a T-Rex. And all this shit, and I'm fucking six years old in every goddamn ride, except the Buzz Lightyear laser tag. Right, like that. Like things. that was the only one that didn't actually no it did fuck up and it it broke in the middle of it and it was me and my uncle in the thing and we had like the high score of the year because it broke and we were just sitting there just going bing 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 to every fucking thing <laughs> for like 20 minutes it just broke and we were just sat there in the middle of the thing but every fucking ride that i went on just broke in the middle of it 
and it just traumatized the shit out of me for the rest of my life. I don't know why, but I used to, like, I used to actually be physically terrified of roller coasters. Like, when someone put me near a roller coaster and said, you're going to go on this, it was as if someone pointed a gun at me and said, you're going to, you're going to Remember when that shot. happened, bro? I remember when that happened. I was fucking terrified of roller coasters. Like, physically, I think I had no control over it. Someone just pointed a gun at me and it's like... Dude, I was terrified. I have no idea. I literally have no idea what happened. But I do not give a shit about going on roller coasters anymore. And at some point, something happened. It's almost like like I used to hate avocados. And someone fucking gave me a spoon of avocado one time. And I was like, you know, this is not that bad. I have no, literally no idea what happened. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. I just went on a roller coaster one time, and it was fine. One day you were like, okay, cool. I literally have no idea. I do not understand how this works. Something something scientific happened in my brain where something happened. But uh, I remember when I was younger, and my family, my dad specifically, and my sister, we went to Disney World in Florida. Uh, and we went to, I believe whatever the fucking Hollywood Studios one or something like that is. Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. Not Universal, because Universal. Universal is like Harry Potter and all that. But Disney has like a specific like... Epcot? No, there's... No, Epcot's not Magic Rides Mountain. There's one in Disney... It's one of the old ones. Disney, I think they get rid of it. Disney uh, has... A, there's one that has a Hollywood Tower of Terror. And there's oh, also yeah, one that's the uh, uh, fucking Aerosmith roller coaster oh the rock and roller coaster yes. whatever and i remember yeah. those two rides specifically traumatized me <laughs> and I, yeah. I was waiting in line for the aerosmith roller the thing is they are made to traumatize you they are made to traumatize you i was waiting mm-hmm. in the line for the roller coaster the aerosmith one and i did not like roller coasters already i don't know why i honestly think it's just a natural thing maybe maybe i wasn't introduced to roller coasters early enough because I feel like, from what I've learned about life, if you're introduced to something enough uh, at a very early age, you kind of adapt to it. It just becomes nothing, yeah. So maybe I wasn't introduced to roller coasters early enough, but I do recall this, and maybe this is when we were... This is honestly later. This is when I was, like, 14. So it wasn't that early. But we were waiting in line for the Rock and Roll roller coaster, which is the Aerosmith roller coaster in Disney World. And, uh... Basically, as you're waiting on the line, all you hear is, like, sloshing sounds of metal and people screaming (laughs) the entire time you were waiting in that line. Uh And I one time questioned and wondered, what would medieval people think if you let them listen to this sound and then put them on this roller coaster? They must be shit themselves. fucking terrified if they hear yeah, they're in hell, smashing metal and people screaming. And then they look out at the roller coaster, because this is when we finally get to the roller coaster. They look out at it, and they see the rock and roll roller coaster flies into straight darkness. Via, yeah, no, they, they would think they were in hell. Via a catapult. It pulls you yeah. back, and then it does a it's countdown. Like and then it launches you into legitimate darkness. 
Yeah. And you just hear people screaming and metal slashing around. And I'm like, what would a medieval person think of this? They would be They would think it was hell. Exactly. Like, literally, they'd be like, I just died, <laughs> and this is my entrance into hell. So you but can, I would... So you I want to... Oh, go ahead. Hold go on. You can understand why when I was like loaded onto this roller coaster, and I was like, "Okay, well maybe this will be okay." No, I was actually I, I, not. They wasn't okay. I was fucking terrified at the time. Uh huh. And then you get into it, and you're you're sitting in it, and then it starts to pull you backwards, and you hear the clicking noise, and I'm rolling back in my chair as I'm saying this because I remember it, and I don't have a problem with roller coasters now. This is still how much it traumatized me. That even though I'm okay with roller coasters, this still traumatized me. I was sitting in it, and you get clicked back in the roller coaster, and then they go five, four, three, and then they launch you on the wrong fucking time mm-hmm. into darkness, <laughs> and you're going like eighty mile, like eighty ninety miles an hour from zero into darkness, and getting launched in there, and it was just a fucking terrifying experience. And not only that. Right next to that roller coaster is the Hollywood Tower of Terror, which is arguably way worse because you get a tiny seatbelt about as thick. I don't even know how to describe it. About as thick you know, as the like, is the worst one. About as it's thick as worst. like three Twizzlers. That's it's how not- big the seatbelt is on you. And you get put up in an elevator like 15 stories in the air. I think it's more than that. Stories. It's probably more than that. You could put up in there and randomly dropped. Yeah. (laughs) This is a traumatizing experience for someone who does not enjoy roller coasters. Like, this Mm -hmm. was a miserable experience. Yeah, and and it fucks you up. Yeah. And I I like roller coasters now. I do not like drop towers, like the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. You can see how this is a like a, a actually traumatizing experience for someone who's not enjoying roller coasters, because they don't accurately announce the time they're going to be launched. They lie to you and fucking do this, and then you're also being launched into complete darkness and being thrown around. I mean, it's just a fucking terrifying experience. I yeah. could, I could go on these rides now. Probably not the Tower Hollywood Tower of Terror. I'd probably still be scared going on that. But the fucking rock and roller coaster, I could go on that now and not be that scared. But I still remember the fucking mm-hmm. like the terror that is put in you from fucking waking yeah, up. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah. But that's what I was gonna say is um, what you said like at the beginning of that was uh, as a kid, if you're young enough and do it, it like ingrains in your head. That's a very very big sentiment in i know specifically in the snowboarding community i'm sure it's the same thing for skiing where it's these kids who have been snowboarding since they were like fucking two and a half three years old that are like amazingly good when they're 18 it's not because they've been doing it for so long it's because they were hitting all of these jumps and doing all of this shit before they're like mortal sense kicked in where they realized they could get hurt or they could kill themselves yeah. doing it. So they're used to being fucking 40 feet in the air doing flips before their mind is like, you could die doing this. And it's like, that's like the biggest thing for a lot of those kind of pro athletes that are doing that kind of shit. Is it, It's not that they've been doing it for like 30 years. It's because they started doing it before their brain cemented. They the understood idea. the consequences. 
It was before no, they it, it's actually the opposite of that. They didn't it was understand before. the consequences. Yeah, exactly. Because the kid was just like, oh, I'll just go off this fucking thing. And if I fall, I fall. If I don't, I don't. But even like, it's not even that. It's just like, oh, I'll just go off this thing. Yeah, that's, like, what, I, that's what I'm saying. That's, there was that's, no they, consequence in their mind exactly, when they learned exactly. how to do it. So then they can hit fucking 80 foot in the air jumps. And there's that sense is like numbed because they've been doing it since they were two and a half. And when they started doing it, it wasn't there. So it's not really there now. Plus, they might have broken a bone and it healed in three weeks because you're fucking really young or a month. Exactly. Rather than when you're 35, it takes six, six weeks. Yeah. Or fucking <laughs> or four months or whatever. You need PT. When you're a kid, you can just Kids oh, break all, a bone. Yeah. Probably don't need PT. You'll just fucking recover from that real quick. And then it's like an adult. Oh, you you like as a kid, you tear your meniscus. Yeah, you're going to have to do PT. But instead of taking six months to do it, it takes like two. And then you're fully back to normal because your body's just like. Yep, we'll heal this. You're a kid. So, yeah, kids also yeah. seem to recover from things so much more quickly. Like if you if you or me yeah. were to like like swing your leg in a weird way, we'd probably fucking pull something, and it would take ages. Or as a Bro, kid, I sprained my neck sleeping last month. Exactly, a kid would just saw somehow. I'm 23 years old, <laughs> and I sprained my neck sleeping. A kid <laughs> would somehow do something that was way beyond what we could do, and nothing would happen. And it's like okay. Yeah. Yeah. They bounce off their head and just like look at you. And you're like, <laughs> why are you like concerned? <laughs> exactly, literally. Like, you just fucking broke your neck. The kid's like, eh, I'm fine. The thing is, I I like roller coasters now, and I like like I literally when someone asks me, do you want to go to King's Dominion for like a whole day? I will say, oh yeah, for sure, and I will go on roller coasters and have fun, like actual fun, like the Intimidator. Which is the biggest roller coaster at King's Dominion, which goes fucking way up in the air and you can almost black out on. I love doing that. But I, it, deep down inside of me, I f- still feel the understanding of the fear of roller coasters. And I understand why people are scared of that because it is actually. I understand that it's a terrifying experience because it's like fucking mm-hmm. metal clinging around and you being thrown around all over the yeah. place. And like fucking blacking out, and like I mean, it's it's it, I can understand it's a scary experience, and I fucking experienced that when I was younger. And PJ obviously is recalling Definitely. me experience <laughs> experiencing these experiences. Yeah, no, literally, it's. But like that's why it's not even for me at least. It's not like I'm not scared to get on a roller coaster. I'm not scared to get on rides. It's just I don't get enjoyment enough enjoyment out of it for me to think it's worth my day or like my time my money whatever to go do it if you were like this is what we're all like full friend group gonna go to king's dominion for a day and ride roller coasters i'd be like okay fuck it i'll go with y'all and have fun and ride roller coasters with y'all because it'd be a fun thing to do with everyone. we need to do this but we need I to have never, a wait wait, wait. I would this before is what i want to do before today, you finish this fun for the day we need to have Eric next time you come up here, PJ. We all or somewhere. Actually, my PJ is near Florida. Yeah, come. I live right let's next go, to Disney and Disney. Let's go to Vegas. No, Vegas. They, they have like one roller coaster. The fucking New York. One. Where they have like a million casinos. That's not the same thing. They got the you know all the Hard Rock casinos in the world and Hard Rock in general is owned by the Seminole Tribe. Are they? 
Yeah, it's all owned. I, I'm one really? of my friends, the Seminole. They're all owned by the Hard Rock tribe. They're all owned. The every tribe. Hard Rock, every Hard Rock in the world, every casino that's a Hard Rock, all owned by the Seminole tribe. Did it originate out of Northern nope, Florida? They bought them. Uh, they they bought them 15 years ago. They didn't like the Seminoles were super poor, and then they registered themselves as a corporation. And they fucking bought all the hard rocks, and now they're just super, super, super wealthy. Every single one of them. 15 years ago? Yeah, like 2005. They... Maybe 2008. It was it's very recent. They bought it. Hard Rock wasn't doing that well. And then they just expanded the shit out of it. Like, they've opened, like, oh. 20 or 30 casinos since they fucking... They, they first got it. That's fucking nuts. Cause I like I always thought Hard Rock was one of the more major, it um, is. um, like it touristy is. hotel destinations in whatever area you're going to. It is. I didn't think they would be. They own it all. They own I everything. I don't want to. I don't want to bring any kind of offense <laughs> to the tribe or anything. But like in my mind, that was always multi-billion-dollar corporation. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a multi-billion-dollar corporation. But they were able to buy it. They bought it. They bought. They bought it. They were like For bought it on a loan. They, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Every business buy it on a loan. But they, you know, they bought it for millions, not as much as you'd think, and then now it's billions because they they spent their money in the right places, and the Seminole tribe is ex. Like it's one of the only Indian tribes that is, or Native American tribes that is literally Doing a corporation well. and a tribe, and they own a ridiculous amount of shit. They own a bunch of oil companies. They own a bunch of. They own like shares in a lot of companies, like a lot, a lot of companies. Like it is crazy how much money they make and pretty much every other tribe's not doing well like the navajos okay but that's because they own like a third of new mexico yeah i mean that's what i say if you if you told me you were like guess which one of the native american tribes is like the fucking richest of all of the tribes i probably would have guessed seminole or native or uh, navajo yeah those those like, are i never would have thought that they yeah. owned fucking hard rock cafe yeah. hotels they own all of them oil companies and all this shit like i never in a million years would have guessed that yep my friend uh wait let me look it up when did someone was by hard rock let's see what what year you think 2007 they it's bought them they bought it for they bought it for Santino. <laughs> they bought it for nine hundred and sixty-five million, and now guess how much you think the Hard Rock's worth? Six billion. No, it's not worth six billion. Maybe like two billion. Um, one wait, one point six billion. That was pretty close. Damn. Still, they've almost doubled their money. That's the, and, that's um, the thing that always wait, happens. Wait, that wait, 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 wait. Over. Almost all years. the tribe's $525 million in annual dividends flows from the Seminole Seven Casinos, which are worth $10.4 billion. So the casinos are worth $10.4 billion. Wait, I'm sorry. Can... Back up. You said $500 million in dividends? Annual dividends to the tribe. Dividends? Into the tribe. That's cash. And there's only 3,000 Seminoles or 4,000 Seminoles, and they all get dividends because they're part of the corporation. I don't know how much y'all know about finance and investing, shit like that, but dividends is just yeah. cash that the company pays yeah, you. They pay you to hold stock. the stock. Yeah, yeah. That's dude, So you're getting 500 million a year. Yeah. 
No, but between it the whole tribe, but between, between like four thousand people, still between like four thousand people. Think about how much money that That's is as well. So much fucking money per person. That's hundred thousand something. It is in the hundred thousand. It's like per it's person. like a couple mil a person. No. Yeah. Right, five hundred million. It'd be five hundred thousand a person if it was. Thousand. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I how many, how many people are in the Seminole tribe? Like three thousand or four thousand. So like a hundred and thirty k, but that's just from the casinos and not any of the other companies that they own. Just from the casinos, they're making. It'd like be a hundred something k per yeah. member of the tribe. Just for owning the casinos. That's yeah. It. Just doing, for owning the casinos, nothing. just in dividends. That's it. Per year, guaranteed per year. Guaranteed per year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's really crazy. The the That's Seminoles are they are doing well. I'll tell you that much. They're very uh doing very, very, very well. They should just buy fucking Florida State then. I mean, they own a lot of <laughs> land in Florida and they also so they actually have to pay taxes on their casinos in Florida because there's no other casinos in Florida. But basically what happened is if they passed a bill saying, Hey, we're gonna start opening up casinos in Florida they would just open up shitloads of casinos, go tax exempt, and run the other casinos out of business. Fuck it. The only reason Florida hasn't done it is because they're not white. No, people. it's because. Well, yeah. Well, no. The reason why I haven't done it is because the Seminoles are like, well, that's a little bit like like where they're at right now is a really good position, and that would also be a good, really good position. But like, they don't want to be like, oh, we we don't want to take this away from the Seminoles. We fucked them over pretty hard. Yeah. And then the Seminoles would have to change their entire structure. Even though they'd absolutely be in the top dog in that industry, they would have to change fucking, I'm sure, everything in their yeah. system of how they run the casinos to, to make it work. And that's just so much of a, a pain in the ass. It's not worth They'd rather just pay the taxes. Yeah, isn't that crazy, though? Well, let's... That's, that's fucking incredible. Let's all, as a group, agree to something. I mean... Maybe Lilo can agree to this, but to be honest, it's going to be much harder than it is for us. But let's all agree what? to something. We are all going to meet in Florida at some point in the next year. And we are going to go to an amusement park, whether it be... Lilo's coming down in July, so... I actually will probably be gone most of July. So that's a fail. Rip. But at some point in the next 12 months, we are going to meet in florida and we are going to go to either universal or disney and we're going to go on some rides and we're going to make a vlog like a video vlog of this podcast of all of us and this will work do you guys agree to this sure i've actually never been to disney or universal living in orlando I for five years that is insane i say we go to the the keys instead I mean, fair. I'll go to somewhere. Let's just all meet up somewhere and do a, an actual... Let's actually commit to this. I mean, this is not like a legal commitment. But let's actually it's, commit We're pledging. We will... Yes. <laughs> we will pledge... Anonymous. ...to meet this. Actually, though, I we'll think donate. this would be fun. And it's not going to cost that much. I mean, Eric, you and me live like similar distances, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I could fly to Miami for like... $80. Exactly. We could fucking meet trip. there, and it's not going to be that bad. Miami's the cheapest motherfucking airport to fly into in the country from Houston. In the next the only problem months. is Miami, Miami's like five and a half or six hours away from Orlando. Yeah, but if we're going to the Keys... Mm. Yeah. 
we got depends this. on what depends on what you want to do as a, as a group. But yeah. yes. Okay, let's decide now. Let's decide now. What should we do? Amu uh, amusement parks or keys? I personally would have more fun in the keys, but that's just me. I have been to the keys actually. Mm -hmm. Rather go to the and park. I have I've been, been to, to Disney. I've been to both. I, I've also been to I've been to both also. What do you want to do in the keys? Drink? Drink, fish, Ila Mirada is the sport fishing capital of the fucking like world. Ila Mirada. I don't know what the fuck. Ila Mirada. It's one of the it's one of the keys. I've been to Key West. Is where I've been. Okay. Well, Ila Mirada is like one of the middle ish whatever keys, but it's known as like one of the sport. I think it is like the sport fishing capital of the world. Where well, they catch like gigantic marlin and like honestly, shit. I'm down to do both, but I vote. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna do both. If I'm going down to fucking Florida, I mean, I'll do both. But because my, I mean, my my dad actually lives in Miami, so it's like halfway from Orlando to the Keys. So it's I literally can yeah. do both. Also, Miami is like the party spot of the East Coast. Yeah, my dad yeah. literally lives there, so we can literally yeah. just stay there. So it's not like. I can literally do both, but I'm going to vote the amusement parks. But, I mean, I'll do both. So, literally, we can just do both at the same time. But, anyway, do you, you, you all agree we should do this in the next yeah, year? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I mean, Lilo, I want him to do it as well, but it's going to cost him much more money to do this than it's going to cost us. Yeah. That's true. I could try to convince some of the boys here to do it, too. Yeah, we could all do it. We have a freaking vlog yeah, down there. This would be epic. A, we have a big vlog. Alright, well, now that we've decided to do this, I figure we should end this podcast now that we are over four hours long. Um, <laughs> it's been good, everybody. We will have another podcast not too long from now with Mr. Lilo returning to the squad. But uh, yep. goodbye, everybody, and thank you for tuning into the podcast. Adios. Yep. See ya.